these horror hosts had the most today on Podcast Megoria. To another episode of Podcast Megoria. I'm James. And I'm Autumn. And today we will be discussing horror hosts. But it, boy, is it good to be back. It is fantastic to be back. And I thank all you for sticking with us during our little break, mm-hmm. little breaky poo for two weeks. Gave some people time to catch up, I think, too. For sure. There's a lot of episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to recognize the fact that I see you out there, all you new listeners. So all you folks in uh, in far away distant lands, thank you for checking on us. And also, uh, real quick, I, I want to say um, hello to the specific people that have been listening to us via archive.org. Huh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> who might be some of our, like, like we've got regular listeners on, like, you know, Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts and stuff. And then, and then like, podcasting websites, which I don't know how, how that really works. But our source, uh, where, where we ultimately upload all of our episodes on archive.org, is where we get a lot of episodes uh, listened to. And um, more specifically, and this is weird, um, Return to Horror High is the most popular one. Huh. I don't. I don't know what oh, it is. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I liked that one. Yeah. So. yeah, that was a really good one. It yeah. was fun. Yeah, um, uh, Spotify's uh, Junji Ito episode is the top. For those that are wondering, I don't know why I'm sharing that, but I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, did you guys have a good two weeks? Huh? It's not like I can hear you, but uh, I'm just curious. <laughs> did you do something spooky before the summer begins? I hope mm. so. <laughs> Spring's almost over. And before you know it, it'll be fall. Mm. Before you know it, it'll be the Halloween A to Z. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> so, yes, we will be discussing today horror hosts. And this is something that's near and dear to my heart because as a child of the 90s, we got to experience horror hosts from what I would call the first, second, and third generation like oh yeah yeah, yeah we, for sure because a, a lot of like the golden age horror hosts were still alive mm-hmm. vampire was still alive gulardi was still alive um you know a lot of them were still 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 with us and so they were able to still make appearances you know grandpa mm-hmm. monster yeah was still around so um so we got to see like a lot of like the old black and white stuff but also you know some of the you know all the modern ones mm-hmm. and then and even some today that still are around for sure and i will say though um you know i knew the the famous ones elvira vampira and that's about it <laughs> i uh didn't have quite as much knowledge as you do james for sure well until i started going out with you yeah and and i want to say that this and and this is um i don't know if this is a controversial statement but it feels like the midwest Mm-hmm. Um, is kind of more of a horror host area, and I think it's because of the fact that we get a lot of um, we get a lot of feeds from Chicago and, oh, yeah. and Ohio and stuff like that, um, where some of the biggest horror hosts are from. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I mean, like New England has its fair share, and of course L.A. You know, they've got horror hosts too. Yeah, but... the the famous ones are out there for sure. But but yeah, like it just seems like. If you're out and uh, and, and I, I unfortunately there's no database that has like a map. I know and that's that, what frustrated me so much about this. So for all of our our, our ghouly, um tech savvy kids out there, um, get off <laughs> go. There's there are some horror host um, websites out there that list who exists. But, but most of them barely work. Yeah, most of them, like, it's either dead ends. And that was something I found um, while doing research for this episode. For even, like, modern horror mm-hmm. hosts, there's a lot of dead links. And I had suggestions that I was going to have for, like, where to catch some of these. Um, but, unfortunately, most of those that are advertised on those horror hosts uh, sites mm-hmm. do not work. Hmm. And so it, it's, you know... It's I, a little frustrating. I'm going to be driving it... I'm going to be beating a dead horse today in regards to YouTube um, because mm-hmm. it seems like that's 
I mean, it, it's where you can go because uh, other than the actual websites of the horror hosts. Right. But, but I mean, it, it's kind of tough. Hmm. So before we get into national figures, I want to talk a little bit about local. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's there's two things that it, that's that are patterns with this show <laughs> is one. I'm huge on nostalgia. Uh-huh. And two, I like to make it a little bit more about home to kind of give it a feel mm-hmm. of, you know, th- that little personal touch to it. Right. And plus, a lot of people out there might not know that these particular people are around and they might want to look into them yeah, themselves. Yeah. So um, to begin with, I'm going to start with um, uh, <laughs> one that I definitely watched uh, a bunch um, in my in my teen years, especially. Uh, which was Friday Night Movies with Hank Rotten Jr. It like it's from uh, uh, our local affiliate uh, here in, in Joplin, Missouri. He's a little different from your like what I would say is a, a lot of these horror hosts that we're going to be talking about today in regards to he wasn't very spooky, you know he wasn't he wasn't doing a bad Bell Lugosi mm-hmm. voice or anything like that. It, it was just just a big guy cowboy hat. Um, he in real life was uh, running with his brother a trophy shop in uh, Web City. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, uh, so is this the guy that fed the gross stuff to the girl yeah. that you were telling me about? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they would they would show terrible movies. Uh-huh. And, and of course, you know, shit on them mm-hmm. you know, respectfully. They were, I don't think they were ever ter- like horribly mean very often, but it was Hank and then um, his co-host, uh, Baby Girl, and then over the years, it would be different folks, uh, and they would have local uh, celebrities and, and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. come on to watch movies also. But uh, around midnight, they would do their late night snack, and it would usually be something that's kind of gross. But it was, yeah, it was definitely designed to get baby girl to gag. Oh, it was just yeah. like nine times out of ten, and it, and sometimes it wouldn't be anything particularly gross. She would just be off to the side going. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> and you know, I mean, sometimes it'd be like you know, Swiss cheese wrapped around a pickle. Oh, well, that's not too bad. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but yeah, like that was, and I think that genuinely was one of the ones where I, I think I remember me and my dad watching that and laughing because like she had to go off screen because oh, wow. she was sick, like <laughs> genuinely sick. I don't know why, but um, the way that you describe him and his show and stuff, it gives me like House of a Thousand Corpses feel almost. Yeah, like, um, like if he did more horror stuff, I feel like he would go more into that uh, yeah. hellbilly or yeah. y'all alternative uh, direction. Absolutely, yeah. Um, over the years, it's definitely come, it's tamed down, and and I honestly, I I thought that it was off the air, um, and I and because I I had, I don't know why I had stopped watching. I don't know if it was just too busy or too cool, but <laughs> um, but yeah, like it just feel I feel like it stopped for a little while. Um, and I was happy to discover that Friday Night Movies is still going on. Wow. Um, however, they don't show just like terrible movies anymore. Like uh-huh. um, a couple weeks ago, like they were showing like the Simpsons movie and stuff. So it's huh. it's just flat out like movie night. Mm-hmm. I, you know, there's plenty of bad movies out there. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it's a station thing. I don't know if maybe Hank himself doesn't want to watch like, I mean, <laughs> I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't want to watch just horrible movies. Right, right. <laughs> we know that very well. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, I think that there's something charming, you know, to do a weekly show to, to reveal to the world something terrible that's been sitting on the fringe. Um, I, I think it's fun. But, but yeah, so um, if you're in the, in the Missouri area, um, tune in to uh, KY3. They still do it. So, yeah, Hank Rotten's still floating around. I don't know if they do the midnight snack. I haven't tuned in in a long time. I didn't see anything about it online. Hmm. So We might uh, have to try to tune in sometime, yep. maybe. Yep, for sure. Um, up next is another one that, like, unfortunately is not current. And I'm really... I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm exceptionally disappointed in, and, and I get it, you know, because horror, like, I mean, horror podcasting is tough. Horror right. hosting, I imagine, is, is pretty challenging. But the next one that was local for us was Uncle Gregory. And he's a more uh, newer yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, flat out in the 2000s, yeah, late 2000s. And it, it's a shame because, like, I didn't 
I didn't know about him until I was at like a local convention and I saw mm -hmm. him at a booth. Yeah, and we were like, what? Who is that? He like, looks so cool. Yeah, I was just like, wait, we have a horror host? Like, where's the advertising? <laughs> like, you know, and, I guess but he, he was fairly new, though, when we saw him. Yeah, yeah. Like, he had just started broadcasting. Uncle Gregory is definitely that classic style. You know, it, it's, the, it's the little vignettes between commercial breaks, ultimately. There's, it's kind of like, the um, best way I could describe it is like... Um, Super Mario Super Show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, you know, where it's just like Uncle Gregory, show, you know, is the beginning of it. Something happens that may or may not be themed after the movie. And then in between, like, pauses in the film, you know, a little bit of plot happens along the way. And it's really goofy. And the humor is hilarious. Like, mm -hmm. um, it's the first episode of the new uh, Uncle Gregory Haunted Hour. Um, was it, <laughs> one of the parts that cracked me up was um, he's there talking and there's uh, a knock at the door and he does like the oh and he holds his hands up you know by his face but it's it's skeleton hands <laughs> oh that's so classic and then you know, so he, he looks over and then it goes the camera goes back to him and and it's his normal hands and so <laughs> it's just like it's it's that almost like John Hughes weird editing yeah, you yeah. know kind of stuff and and yeah so here's the thing guys is it's advertised like so if you go to his Facebook page and stuff and he hasn't been doing Uncle Gregory since um, I think 2018. Mm -hmm. If you go on the Facebook page, um, first of all, he's still very popular online and people all over the country are still, I guess like he's still getting broadcasted out, out there in the, in the waves, Oh wow! which is, yeah. It, it, which yeah, like he posted in 2019, it was his last post going, Hey, um, so how are you guys watching me? Because I'm not doing this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw that where he yeah. was confused because he got a like on his page after, you know, yeah, a over a years, year. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah um, and there was this one person that she was the um, she was the head of the uh, the monster channel, which is on Roku. Mm. Um, I was really excited when I started doing research into that because there's there's two Roku channels or they're supposed to be two Roku channels mm, yeah. uh, called the Monster Channel and Eerie Late Night Horror Channel. Neither, well, first of all, Monster Channel does not work. Second of all, Eerie Late Night Horror Channel, as far as I can tell, does not exist. Wow. Now, they have websites, they have Facebook pages, and they're like, oh, yeah, check us out on, on Roku. But I, the, the there's no broadcast. Yeah. Huh. So I don't know. And I, I came close during this episode um, messaging the person that runs Monster Channel going, hey, like, are you guys only broadcasting during October? Mm. Because there are there are some horror, like classic horror uh, stations and stuff on Roku that they they only stream during October. Huh. Maybe so, that's the case. Yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping come October we get to watch some classic horror host TV because they don't just host modern. They they have broadcasts for there's a 24 hour channel that just shows horror hosts oh, wow. from all over the country and I and I like from all spans of time. Ooh, I wonder they might have some of uh, mine. My, oh yeah. My horror host, my local one maybe. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, speaking of which, um so that's I listed two that I'm a, that I actually watched here in Missouri. Um is there any horror host down in Alabama? Yeah, uh growing up, I honestly didn't know of any besides like Elvira really. Sure. Uh, never really got to see any, but um, it wasn't until I was checking sources for this episode that I actually came across one that uh, oh. was around during like the late 80s Okay, in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> she was broadcast out of the Bessemer area, so like Birmingham and Tuscaloosa, so she might have played on my local channel. Mm -hmm. The channel that um, she was broadcast on is now the CW, so it's a good possibility that yeah. it was uh, playing when I was young. But she hosted this show called Shock Theater, which I know that a lot of horror hosts use that. Yeah. And her name, Misty Brew. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Really cute. And you can tell that her looks were obviously based off Elvira, mm -hmm. especially since Elvira was getting popular around the time that she was being broadcast. Yeah. And um, she actually lasted 46 episodes. Hey. Like, not bad. It's it Really? Yeah, because a, a lot of horror hosts, uh, first of all, 46 episodes... That, that might not sound uh, like a lot to the average listener or, oh, or somebody yeah, that's no. not familiar with it, but you got to think 46 episodes for horror hosting, even ones that span over several years, mm -hmm. um, only hosts like 13 episodes. Yeah. Like it's, it's usually like a one a month if you're lucky. Or like just during Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, but yeah, I wish that I could find more footage of her because mm -hmm. the only episode that I could really find was, uh, I'm guessing, one of the early episodes because she's just laying on her couch in somebody's <laughs> living room. It's like all floral and white yeah. and sunny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it doesn't look quite as good as it could. Sure. I bet like once they got later on into the episodes, like because she... She talks about, like, changing her outfit and stuff. Uh -huh. um, uh, now, I know some of our listeners might be thinking of a more local horror host named Misty Brew. That okay. is out of, uh, what is it, Cape Giardo or whatever? Yeah, there's the uh, Cape Girardo. Oh, Cape yeah. Girardo. I've never been there, so I don't know how yeah. it's pronounced. But, uh, yeah, there was actually one here that broadcast in the Midwest named Misty Brew and I actually found out why there are two Misty Brews and mm. it's because first one she was more popular in like the early 80s mm -hmm. and somebody that worked on that production actually came down to Alabama to work with that station mm -hmm. and kind of was talking about this horror host and what it was all about and stuff. And Catherine Bruton, who is Misty Brew's real name, haha, quite yeah. the coincidence. Yeah. Uh, she said, Why don't we bring that down here to Alabama? Yeah. And huh. so, yeah, they all got together and just started production on this. And I actually found out all about this because of a book I was reading called. And this is this is a mouthful, James. Okay. So be prepared. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the book's name is Vampira and Her Daughters: Women Horror Movie Hosts from the 1950s into the Internet Era. <laughs> there is a fantastic little interview with Catherine Bruton in this book uh, mm -hmm. where she kind of goes into how the production went. You know, uh, I wanted to bring up that in the footage that I had seen, you know, she she's just laying on somebody's couch in their sure. living room with it all sunny and pretty and whatnot. And she talks about how she wanted to change the costume up in later episodes and all this other stuff. But I guess there just wasn't the money there yeah you know oh yeah as uh, what always happens with these horror hosts oh for sure and plus she was also like incredibly blonde and she did not want to have to keep dyeing her hair black <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i was pretty excited to find out that the alabama horror host was a woman yeah that is just so cool to me yeah yeah um well i mean and also it was exciting uh getting to learn about another Missouri one, mm -hmm. um, you know. Yeah, and the, the thing is, is that that Misty Brew is still doing stuff. Like, she has her own YouTube hosting thing, and she's actually got her own comic book and stuff huh. like that. Yeah, I've got to really, like, look into that because yeah. I can't believe that I wasn't aware of her. Now, I want, uh, before we get into talking about um, the rest of the, like, the horror hosts that we're going to feature for this episode, mm -hmm. um, and of course, by no, and guys, calm down. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Um, yeah. Um, so it we're it's gonna be ones that I thought were interesting, ones that are kind of popular, and 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 don't worry because they'll all eventually get their their time in the sun. But a couple of things I got kind of got fascinated with um, in regards to horror hosts as a whole was mm -hmm. the production stuff. Right. Um, so I had always, as a kid and teenager, and even up until frankly doing this episode i had always thought that like all these shows were separate shows and that they were like their own thing mm -hmm. i did not realize that essentially like chiller theater shock theater and all that stuff it was all one giant broadcast yeah and that you know the local affiliates would just plug in their person yeah that's and, why there's so many shock theaters and yeah. creature features yeah yeah like i like for the longest time i was like damn like Nobody's suing anybody over this stuff. Right. Now, um, in regards to Misty Brew, like, 
horror hosts can tend to be very protective mm-hmm. over their um, intellectual property. And I'll be getting to a little bit more on that uh, here in a moment. But I-, I was curious if during your reading, if there was any, like, did the two Misty Brews work together? I don't think so. Ooh. I, yeah, I'm not even sure if they even really knew about each other. Cause, yeah. I mean, this was well, the 80s. Yeah, yeah. It's not like there was, like, unless someone, like, mailed them a tape going, hey, look, someone's stealing your thing. Right, right. Yeah, because yeah, uh, the Missouri and Midwest Misty Brew, she didn't start doing stuff again until, uh, I want to say it was, like, the early 2000s sure. is when she resurrected herself, yeah. essentially. And that seems to so. be the pattern. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was something I was very curious about. And, and oh. Oh, and I almost forgot to mention something else about the Alabama Misty Brew. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad I thought of this before we moved on. She actually ended up making it into a movie and doing acting and stuff. And the movie is called... Hot Wax Zombies on Wheels, and I want to watch that so bad. Yeah, we're going to have to do um, do a review for that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how delightfully meta. Um, but... <laughs> Guys, go check out the trailer for Hot, <laughs> Hot Wax Zombies on Wheels, because it is just great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, one last thing I want to touch on in regards to production uh, was you were ac- absolutely right in regards to where money for mm-hmm. the production like a lot of this was the like, studios were not giving these guys or, or gals any money like that was yeah it was a just shame yeah it was just a flat out like what do we have in storage left over from you know previous halloween you mm-hmm. know, news broadcasts you know um do you got any you know trash do you have any black trash bags we can hang up you know it was, <laughs> it was that kind of crap and, and so you can kind of see it when you start looking at horror hosts especially like your smaller city um, horror house where it's just it's full on it's a family affair it's not there's no production you know value in it at all it's just like you just have to hope that the horror host has a really good personality mm-hmm. because um i was watching um there's there's i just recently like it was after prep for this episode i just happened to come across um there's a youtube channel that this person has uploaded hours of horror host footage hmm. of like just all sorts of random ones and mm. i was watching some last night and it was just like not i didn't catch the names of some of them but these guys like oh it was just it was <laughs> never just like, never seen any kind of media at all so just, don't know how to <laughs> it, it it felt like at least one of these guys it was the, they had never been in front of a camera uh-huh. And they were trying, you could see them like shaking because Aww. they couldn't, because they were trying to be clever and trying to be funny. But I mean, this wasn't, this was, it was like the guy, it was like the Foley guy, you know, it was just like someone that hadn't, that never got in the business to be on camera. Aww. And they're just like, well, you, you've had a broken nose. You kind of got a smushed in face. Like we're going to slap some ugly makeup on you real quick. Um, <laughs> be spooky. Talk about movies and um, and we'll give you fifty bucks. <laughs> wow, fifty bucks is generous, James. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. So let's get started on some of the more famous ones. Yeah, and so I'm what I'm going to categorize as a uh, first generation, and 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 some of these will kind of bleed into other generations, but these ones I think are, are proper uh, in regards to first generation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to open with one of the other classic horror hosts that I was very well aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, previous to this episode and we've mentioned before in a previous episode mm-hmm. and that is zachary yeah the cool ghoul himself yep yep the the horror host with the most from coast to coast oh um, yes as he would say <laughs> um starting with shock theater in 1957 shock theater yeah, huh? oh, how about that <laughs> um which it started as shock it was shock, just shock. Just shock um, hmm. Was the original broadcast, and then when they started doing horror hosts, it was shock theater, and that rolls off the tongue a lot better. Yeah, like it sounds a lot cooler. Yeah, yeah. Shock was, I think, um, <laughs> but yeah. So John Zachary, he uh, changed his last name, just changed the spelling a little bit uh, <laughs> for it. <laughs> um, but he didn't only host horror movies; he also did uh, he did events, mm-hmm. and. Um, 
And he also and, and and how I initially knew about him was not from his horror hosting, but through his novelty music. Right. Um, because of course, a big surprise gang. I listened to Doctor Demento, and so you know, come Halloween, you know, some of his tunes would play, and uh, and so that's that's how I initially knew about him. Now I knew about his uh, horror hosting stuff after the fact, and. Um, up until I would say recent years, it was still like exceptionally hard to, to find his stuff, mm-hmm. you know, thankfully. And again, I got that hammer. Where's that horse? Um, <laughs> YouTube has, uh, has, you know, some limited footage of him. What's great is the fact that he also, you know, so he's doing, he's doing music. He's doing horror hosts for movies. He's doing events, you know, for local stuff. Mm-hmm. But he also, he was good friends with Dick Clark. Oh. <laughs> and guest hosted uh, American Bandstand. That is definitely not a um, duo I would have thought right. would have hung out, yeah. you know? <laughs> uh, so incredibly fascinating. Like, I, I would I would say that no horror, like, oh, and maybe, I, maybe that's, maybe that's a little too far. Most horror hosts, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the first gens, like the golden age of horror hosting, they were like, first of all, they were usually tied to somebody really big in, in Hollywood or whatever. Right. Or they were incredibly interesting. Zachary was incredibly interesting. Yeah. Eclectic. Very eclectic. Um, I love watching his um, uh, the footage of his disco team, like his music. Um, his little, it's basically American Bandstand. A, a little, a little awkward. Yeah. At yeah. times. Oh my but... God. It was just great because he, you know, he would be just using the kids from the audience to riff on mm-hmm. and they're all prim and proper still, we got, you know, greased, you know, comb over hair. Yeah. A little co- preppy. Yeah. A little kids. preppy kids and stuff. And he'd be like, Hey, come over here, my dear. Come here, my dear. Hey, what, Ooh, it was spooky stuff. Oh, uh, you better not be chasing any werewolves after the show. Ha ha ha. And it's just, <laughs> and it's just so funny because they don't, cause he's spitting out. He's like Groucho. Yeah. Where he's just spitting out like 50 miles an hour, like all these, um, different, like, one-liners and making fun of stuff and just like just stream of consciousness like exploding out of his mouth uh these poor teenagers they don't first of all they've never done improv but (laughs) but also like yeah like they they don't know what to say Uh, and so like that was cracking me up and and then also you know he would interview the, the the musical guests and also giving them shit and they didn't know how to handle it. And and so, like, some of the best footage, I think, is, you know, the horror host stuff's fun, mm-hmm. you know, in its own right. But definitely check out, like, Zachary Lee doing, like, the music hosting, like, his Halloween, oh, yeah. like, jams and stuff. Those are so funny. Also, guys, don't forget where we did mention him before, which is our, uh, one of our very first little episodes. Yeah. Brain Damage. Yeah, Halloween episode two. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep, because he did the vo- voice of Elmer for brain damage, and and yeah, um. <laughs> <laughs> James was so excited when he first heard that voice. Yeah, yeah, like oh and my god, and he instantly knew who it was, was which yeah. was crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like. As soon as I heard that laugh, I knew uh-huh. exactly who it was. <laughs> um, yeah, he he did several shows. You know, he did the Shock Theater. He moved on. Uh, uh, to do his Zachary Lee at large. I mean, this guy, he had a prolific career. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, very long life. He lived to be 98, passing uh, in 2016, shortly before Halloween. Yeah, that's so, so sad. Yeah, but I mean, amazing. Yeah. Like, he was active, like, almost all the way up until then. Like, yeah, it was, that's crazy. It, it's very impressive. Now, it was hard for me to do this in, like, a numerical order for fear of, of, of lessening the uh the the horror hosts and such and 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 so it was tough like i wanted to start with zachary lee mm-hmm. not because he was the first horror host by no means no um, because we know who the first one was yeah, and that is our next person on the list which is the 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 queen herself uh-huh vampira yes now that that this is where it was it was hard because i wanted to open the episode with her since she was the first yeah. But I, I feel like vampire, you have to kind of ease into. 
Yeah, because she is very uh, out there. Yeah, she was huge. So she started in 1953. Mm-hmm. And, and, it was, and it's great because it was a character for a Halloween party. That mm-hmm. that she started with, you know, with uh, inspiration from Morticia Adams, of course. Well, I mean, no duh, right? right. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, her husband came up with the name Vampira, and the studio, like, of course, you know, here comes, uh, you know, shock theater again. Um, you know, the studio that uh, nearby um, was looking to do a horror hosting show. And so she ended up getting the Vampire Show. Now, this is this is one of the ones I think is tragic because of the fact that you can find old broadcast footage of a lot of horror hosts. Hers are almost completely lost. Yeah. And luckily, you can still find the opening for yeah. her show, though, which is so iconic yes. with the with the slow like creep in and the zoom in on her face, and then yeah. just the. The blood curdling scream, which was yeah. like absolutely perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it gives you chills. She is the model for most female horror hosts and, mm-hmm. and ultimately most horror hosts as a whole because mm-hmm. of the fact that she was also not shy about poo pooing on what was on the screen. Oh yeah, no, she was brutal. And and I think that's what was great. And and maybe it was, you know, maybe it was like her cultural background cuz she didn't mm-hmm. yeah, she did not mince words mm-hmm. one bit. Mm-hmm. She didn't like yeah, if if it was on her mind, she definitely had something to say. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. it was great. And and yeah, so if you can find and, and you know, YouTube, but um <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, you can find a little bit and and you Mostly what you're going to find out there uh, for her is her appearance, guest appearances on other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you know, you I would say dare say that you wouldn't be a horror fan <laughs> or at least a classic horror fan without knowing her from the classic Plan 9 from Outer Space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Do you know what else she's known for? What's that? She is also... The face model for one of the greatest Disney villains of all time, Maleficent. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, come on, she's an icon. She is a super icon. And then, like, it's just, guys, and I don't want to, you know, spend the whole episode. She's another, she's often will have these these people or items or or characters on these episodes that are too big for one episode. Mm -hmm. She is too big. For yeah, one episode. would love to do a deep dive. Because her life outside of Vampira uh-huh. was bonkers. Uh-huh. Her upbringing, her like upbringing, everything. Like, there is not a dull moment in her biography. Like, Yeah, um, I, I assume that's why she's just such a an entity. Like, yeah. She yeah, is yeah. an entity yeah, in a herself. Yeah, a force to be reckoned with. Like, it was, it's it's insane. And, and yeah, it was a shame because you know she did her initial show and then it went off the air, and then um, and then she ended up doing a revival, mm-hmm. uh, or they were going to do a revival in mm. the early eighties. Ah, um, and hmm. I'm going to stay ominous about that because mm. something tells me later on this list we're going to have to talk about the drama. <laughs> yes, there's something else that she's well known for <laughs> <Yes>. too. <laughs> so, um. Definitely, guys. Uh, if if you haven't really looked into Vampire too much, please do. There mm-hmm. there are books and there are um, there are a couple of biograph- uh, biographical films about her. I'm just gonna say, if you don't know who she is, just go watch Plan Nine right now, right? Because like, you obviously haven't watched that. You yeah, know? yeah, right. <laughs> um, she as uh, another long living um, horror host. She lived to be 85 in oh, 2008. Wow. So. Yeah. Pretty impressive, mm-hmm. um, you know. Like a lot of these horror hosts, you kind of like, and I don't know what it is about it. I guess it's because like they live a lot. Of horror hosts live longer than um, than like golden age ho- uh, Hollywood stars. Yeah, because like she came up the same time as a lot of other Hollywood celebrities, and a lot of those celebrities didn't make it past the nineties. Well, they so. probably aren't partying quite as hard. Maybe, maybe. maybe? Yeah, she wasn't <laughs> full of barbiturates. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> We can't say that, but... (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah, fair enough. (laughs) All right. Next up is another icon. Um, I I don't know if he's the shortest running um, horror host on our list. 
Yeah, because I, be. I didn't know anything about him until you were talking about him. Yeah. And I was like, who? <laughs> this guy, uh, and I want to mention his name here in a second, but I want to build him up. Okay. <laughs> um, this guy is, it's bizarre because he is ingrained in um, horror host pop culture, mm-hmm. for sure. He's an icon. Um, second of all, he's ingrained secretly throughout pop culture and media as a whole huh. in the weirdest ways. Um, Goulardi. <laughs> he is uh, like I've had my favorites in the past, um, mm-hmm. but here <laughs> during the during the research phase of this episode, I think he might be my fave. Oh. Um, with a tie with somebody else I'll make mentioning later on. But um, and the reason why is because of the fact that Goulardi, holy crap, he was only a horror host for three years. But mm. in that three years, it might as well have been 20 because he packed in so much energy mm-hmm. and so, like he burned hot and fast i also know though there was so much drama with him oh, too yeah yeah so but... prior to <laughs> being uh on his uh his the main station in cleveland um yeah he like he he got fired from a couple other stations because he kind of had a don't tell me what to do attitude mm-hmm. um i, I I would almost say he was the Hunter S. Thompson of horror hosts. I mean, without all the drugs, but, ah. <laughs> but, you know, which is impressive, but, um, because he would just show up and just, you know, they throw the cameras on ah. and he would just be like, just say whatever would come into his head. And it was crazy shit. Uh-huh. And, and he was definitely one of the more like um, abrasive in regards to um, like poo pooing on on you know the movies. There was another show like he had a couple of shows on the station. Like he he what also made him different from a lot of the other horror hosts is he had several shows at one given point in time wow. during these three years. Like he had he had his heart like the the shock theater stuff. But um, but he also had a Saturday morning thing there. But he was very serious about um, the fans. Yeah, you were telling me that he was yeah. like always wanting to meet all of the fans yeah. and everything. Yeah. So him and the uh, and the and the fellas from the the TV studio, they also had um, they would do pickup games for like baseball and stuff mm-hmm. and, and make it a big goof. Right. Um, but they would raise money for the community. They'd raise money for people that were sick or needy and stuff like that. Wow. But um, but also, like, after all the games, he would not leave. And he wouldn't let anybody, any of the crew, leave until every single fan got a chance to do photographs or autographs. Like, you know, it was, mm-hmm. he, he made sure that everybody got a chance to meet Goulardi. Aww. And that's that's special. Yeah. You know, that's, that's really special. Now, some of the antics on the show that I failed to mention was stuff that, you know, would piss off the studio. Like, for instance, um, he, he would get firecrackers and, 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 and various uh, uh, fireworks in general and, 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 and blow shit up. In the studio. <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> um, oh, wow. One of the f- more famous stories in regards to that is fans would actually mail in fireworks. This is a – guys, there was a time <laughs> – when you could mail fireworks. <laughs> yeah, I can't really do that anymore, no. huh? Yeah, so he, yeah, so they would mail fireworks and, um, and yeah, one of the fans mailed it in something and one, and the, and the stage director was just like, hey, listen, I don't think you should, I don't think you should light this one on the show. And, and he, Goulardi was just like, oh, then de- I'm definitely doing it. <laughs> right. And, and ultimately almost burnt down the studio. Um, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> What is this, the BBC? Yeah, right, right. Uh, Goulardi is another huge, uh, and all these guys have um, giant personalities, a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll save you from doing a bio story about them. There's a really good, um, it, it's only, I think it's about an hour long. There's a really good um, biopic on uh, YouTube uh, about him. I think they do a really good job. It's very tight, mm-hmm. um, just talking about basically from start to finish. 
Goulardi's uh, career. Uh, he he was awesome. He did a lot of stuff. He actually um, revived his character for one episode of uh, Joe Bob's Drive-In Theater. Um, that was the last time that he appeared as Goulardi. He sadly passed in 1997 of cancer. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess Joe Bob was around that time, huh? Oh yes. Gosh. Let's move on to second gen. Uh, spent a lot of time on the first gen. We're gonna kind of yeah. we're gonna streamline this one. Yeah, because um, these are people that are still doing stuff. Still very active. I think you guys will probably know who who we're talking about for most of them. I'm yeah. gonna start with um a uh, a, a huge a, a huge icon um that that makes his rounds in a lot of conventions. Yeah, I would say that he's probably just as well known as, well, let me just spoil it, the next person, the next next person, Elvira. I, yeah. would, I would argue that he's probably yeah. just as well known. Yeah, yeah, I would say he's like the male counterpart. Like, he's the male yeah. Elvira, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's not, mm. he doesn't have like a beehive. I uh, mean, some people might think he's sexy. I am sure there's plenty of people <laughs> that do. And the person that we're talking about, folks, is Sven Gulli. <laughs> Now, this is a two for one. I like his show. I like his production. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. You know, um, <clears throat> I think he's fun. I think that he um, definitely kind of like, yeah, I like the ooky spooky stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, now don't get me wrong. I do love the juxtaposition of when you have a horror host that's like super duper normal. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, like Sven Gulli is like, when you think horror host, you know, and you're not thinking of the old school ones mm -hmm. like oh, yeah Sven Gulli for sure yeah you know now like I was saying two for one because originally uh the current Sven Gulli is not the original mm -hmm. um, the original was played by uh Jerry G Bishop he got really popular um he ended up you know passing the torch ultimately to Rich Koz who is the current uh Sven Gulli uh who has been uh he's been Sven Gulli since 1979 yeah, that's a long, long time. So Svengoli is um, arguably the longest running, uh, and, and I say mm -hmm. arguably because Obi is another person later on that I want to talk about. But um, but yeah, he's he's technically the longest running. Um, yeah, he's had breaks here and there. Yeah, but he's, yeah, he's been going a long time. Yeah, um, he started off as son of Svengoli, mm -hmm. and then uh, in '92 he dropped the son of um, by the. By the suggestion of Jerry G. Bishop, uh -huh. who said, listen, you've grown up. You're an adult now. You're Sven Gulli. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Like <laughs> son of Sven Gulli, which, I mean, everything being son of is very 70s. Oh, yeah. Like anything that had a sequel was son of, son of Dracula, son of Frankenstein. Son, yeah. You know, and so it was it was time to move on. But, yeah, yeah uh, Sven Gulli has been um, running, like, yeah, and like I said, there, yeah, there have been breaks. In 86, um, the show got canceled. In uh, 92, he came back. And what's great is the show is still running. And what's even better is instead of being just local, he's national thanks to MeTV yep. um, showing him. Um, and so as of 2011, he's been um, broadcast via uh, MeTV. You can catch him at pretty much all the horror conventions he was recently at uh the trans world uh convention in st louis mm -hmm. uh, which i like i'm kicking myself i wish we could have gone to just because the fact uh, that th they had like all the current like horror hosts were there oh, yeah i would love yeah. i would love 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 to go to yeah. trans world you know what else i found really interesting about spinguli what's that that i did not know before this he had a crossover with DC Comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like of all people, that's <laughs> so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, that just kind of I mean definitely shows his iconic level mm -hmm. that you know that yeah he made it into the comic like into comic books and stuff. Yeah, like um, mm -hmm. it's really it's it's interesting when you see um, these horror hosts um, crossover into other media. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of. Uh, horror hosts that transcend <laughs> all media, all media, uh, video games, pinball machines, coffee, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> food, uh, yeah, cardboard Whatever. cutouts for cores. Whatever uh, you can think of, <laughs> anything that you can think of, a brand, an icon, a legend, mm -hmm. none other than Elvira. Yes. Now we mentioned a little earlier about some drama. Yes. 
Okay, guys. So big drama. I want to address the elephant in the room here. <laughs> so Elvira, um, Cassandra Peterson, respectively, um, got her start controversially out of um, the revision of Vampira. Mm-hmm. So Vampira in uh, 81 was doing a revival of her show. And um, she actually, uh, uh, Vampira was, had another actress in mind to become the next Vampira. Oh. The studio did not like her. Aww. And they sub- they ultimately canceled Vampire's show. Now, they had already put all the legwork into making a production. And so, basically, behind the scenes and behind closed doors, they started doing an open casting call for a new horror host to take the spot of Vampira. Without Vampira knowing that basically she's been fired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would have been livid. So, here comes... Um, Cassandra Peterson, um, fresh out of um, doing a lot of uh, interesting work. She's also a very interesting person, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, doing a lot of work with um, with the Groundlings and, you know, and some other big names in comedy like, you know, uh, Peter Herman. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why they ended up working together a lot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she um, so she ended up you know doing an audition for it and the studio. um Ended up helping her create Elvira's movie Macabre with, you know, Peterson mm-hmm. being Elvira. Right. Uh, Vampira <laughs> was not very happy about this Mm-mm. because, I mean, if you do a side by side comparison, very, there's some very, similar there's very, there's uh, similarities. Uh, and, and then ultimately, um, if you look at personality of not being afraid to shit on. Mm-hmm. whatever it is that they're presenting. Yeah. Yeah, there's some similarities there. And you definitely didn't see uh, women doing that kind of no. uh, personality a yeah. lot back then. Yeah. So, yeah, so, it was... So, yeah, it, uh, ooh, awkward. Yeah. So Obviously an homage. <laughs> yeah. So, Vampire, of course, took uh, Peterson to court over, uh, over the Elvira character, which the court ultimately said, well, here, here listen... Um, you don't have a case because of the fact that you ultimately based the vampire character off of Morticia Adams, you know, making it your own. And so, yeah, there's similarities, but Elvira, though kind of similar in name and kind of similar in look, is very much her own thing. Oh, yeah. You know, first of all, Peterson cranked up the sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I always, I always put them in two different categories mm-hmm. because of how uh, sexual... Yeah. Elvira is. Elvira was not, didn't hold back um, in regards to um, b- being very forthright with her, you know, just going, hey, listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that doesn't mean in but, real life she likes that yeah, well, because we have seen firsthand yeah, her yeah, yes. have um, some problems with guys. <laughs> yes. And, and yeah, it's, uh, that's the thing is just because she's dressing promiscuously does not mean, you know, uh, cosplay does not exe- does not mean consent. Yes. You know, it just because a character or, or a person is dressed in a certain way does not mean that you can be gross. Yeah. And, and so, but also Elvira is not afraid to say something about that. Too. Oh yeah. No. And so, so yeah. Um, it, it like, yeah, it was, oh, of course, like Elvira took off. Mm-hmm. in a big way i mean it just like flat out exploded in the, eight, the 80s was a great time um for her character yeah this would she would definitely be another person that we need to do a deeper dive on a sure. full episode oh absolutely because man this episode's running long now. it is yeah we're <laughs> like well we're we, this is what happens when you're off for two weeks is you end up having <laughs> a long episode um yeah she the movie Macabre uh, also was kind of a short run, um, eighty one, eighty six, mm-hmm. but um, but she she's never really gone away. Like yeah, and they like would rerun episodes of yeah. her show all the time. Well, she would have specials. She would host specials mm-hmm. on VH one. She would uh, or MTV. She uh, of course um, uh, you know made a couple of movies along the way. Ah. Um, and yeah, like we said at the top of her introduction, she has been, um, she's a marketable, you know, commodity. Like yeah. she has, she has just been in, in, like in every facet of, of, of the industry. Mm-hmm. As far as currently, um, doing voice work as her, as, as Elvira in Scooby-Doo specials. Ooh. So, 
so yeah, like she's and also here recently, um, Hulu picked up, uh, did, brought back the movie Macabre mm-hmm. uh, for a couple of specials as well. Moving on to uh, horror hosts that started in the '80s that are still current, um, Joe Bob Briggs. I did not realize. He started in 86. I didn't realize he had been doing it that long either, and I didn't know that he was still going either. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. wow. Yeah, so, so yeah, um, he started in 86 with uh, Drive-In Theater. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what what I like about him is the fact that uh, he's definitely a little, he's, he's a little different from the rest of the competition because the mm-hmm. fact that he's not, he's not doing the ooky spooky thing. Yeah, just like um, your guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Hank Rotten Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They're in the same category of that alternative type yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, you know. Now Joe Bob definitely is, you know, definitely like your uh, Elvira type personality, where it's a um, very sexual. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, now he, you know, he trashes the crap out Mm -hmm. of everything and and it and it's so funny oh yeah i used to love to watch uh monster vision on tnt because he was he was hilarious yeah yeah and 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 to better describe if you you don't somehow know about joe bob briggs um he's he's a western everyman Mm -hmm. like just um i love this set for uh monster vision um yeah because it was just like him sitting on a on a uh, like a lawn chair in front of a trailer, like it's yeah, just, with trash everywhere. Yeah, trash everywhere. Just, yeah, like Monster Vision is where I knew him from. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch um, uh, Drive-In Theater when it was on the movie channel. Yeah, uh, which Monster Vision was in the late '90s. Uh, it ultimately got canceled um, when TNT was reformatting their stuff, and Joe Bob mm-hmm. kind of faded out for a hot second there. But luckily, um, in 2018. Um, the streaming format Shutter brought him back. Thank you, Shutter. Yes, thank you so much, Shutter. Like it's <laughs> he's he's very much back with his show, The Last Drive-In, currently in its second season, and and it started off as just a um just like a streaming special, like a, like a live like watch along, and then uh, for like Halloween, and then you know they basically just made it into a show, which is nice. So yeah, so it's cool. You can currently watch Joe Bob. Let's move on to our third and final generation, current generation hosts, which this is where it gets a little weird mm-hmm. because, like, um, the Internet is not kind uh, in regards to horror host lists. And when you try to find out who's current, uh-huh. um, Svengooli, Elvira, and Joe Bob is who comes up. Right. Because they are current. However, I need people that actually started in the late 90s in, in, into the 2000s and that list is is a little shorter mm-hmm. and 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 is a little weird because there's a lot of dead ends where you'll maybe see a name click on it and then there's no right no information at all and there, there's a lot of newer horror hosts too that are strictly internet yeah yeah so which, it's really hard to find like these syndicated yeah people yeah and and i guess like rightfully so um like the internet is the new local station i guess true true the the only thing that sucks kind of about that is the internet's also a very big place you get drowned in all the yeah information yeah, yeah. you definitely get lost in all of it and so um it's kind of a shame i've only got two that i really want to talk about um that are that are current mm-hmm. um the first one being uh penny dreadful the 13th mm-hmm. um witchy lady yeah i love her like, i love her style yeah like I, and I love her voice too. Yeah, yeah <laughs> she's yeah. got a pretty soothing voice. Yes, um, uh, she's in New England, and she's also a comedian. Yes, which I was really like, I, I want to get into more of her stuff. Yeah, after uh, doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she's a perfect modern horror host. Uh, lots of bad humor. That mm-hmm. low budget you know style which i don't know if that's necessarily by choice but but i mean like it fits it fits so well i think that her decorating like from what i saw like the clips that i saw i was pretty impressed yeah. with what she's got going yeah. on um semi national like penny dreadful um does play in like i think out of kansas city i think it, like is one of mm-hmm. the affiliates that plays uh penny dreadful stuff and um and then ultimately, like online, yeah, yeah. It's it's from this point on, guys. Like online 
You like mm-hmm. you might catch them on some local affiliates. It's weird now, and, and 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 also like, you know, sometimes you get dead ends with advertisements as far as where you can watch them for mm-hmm. streaming. Shilling Shockers is uh, the name of her show. It's definitely available uh, to stream online. Um, she's. It's- it's fun because she's actually got other characters. Yes, yes. Uh, the show is still running. Um, now, Dreadful has her sidekick, Garu, a werewolf uh, who is played by her real-life husband. Now, unfortunately, mm. like sadly, uh, her husband uh, did pass in uh, 2014 Aww. of cancer. That's, it, that's rough. So there's there's a couple other characters. There's Dr. Manfred von Bulow, a semi-retired vampire hunter. And Luna, a mad woman, because all these shows need at least one madman or mad woman. Yeah, um, that's just screaming. Yeah, just go, ah. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 a fun show, and um, I definitely recommend it. The next one is is actually uh, tied uh, has done um, appearances with Penny Dreadful, uh, mm-hmm. Doctor Gangrene. Yeah, uh, when I was looking at Penny Dreadful, I was like, who is this guy that looks like James? Oh yeah. <laughs> James, you need to cosplay him. Yeah, obviously. I, uh, like also, my my horror host can't be a mad scientist now because of this. Guy. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, starting on Chiller Cinema in 1999, Doctor Gangrene uh, was like he's got <laughs> he's interesting. Like he's he's fun. He's he's also very much like your classic, you know, uh, horror host has that you know the spooky set. The ooh, mad scientist thing. Mm-hmm. But he also has an incredibly thick southern accent. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's um, incredibly charming. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, like it definitely his his show has like this like uh, it's Dr. Gangring's uh, sanitarium. It is uh, it definitely has like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 feel to it. The way his vignettes work mm-hmm. between segments and. Uh, I definitely, um, you know, I definitely enjoy him. Uh, uh, now, speaking of characters, uh, horror hosts that have been featured in comic books, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was interesting that um, he actually was featured in a modern run of uh, Dick Tracy. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. And, like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, bashing the guy, but... I really had no idea about this guy, and he's getting into Dick Tracy. That's pretty wild. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, like, Dick Tracy's still a comic. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough, James, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, guys. I actually genuinely love Dick Tracy, but... <laughs> But yeah, I was really there was it was two surprises for me. That's, that's like that's cool though. That's awesome. Yeah, that's like him him being like, oh, by the way, he was featured in the Three Stooges comic book. There's a oh. Three Stooges comic. Shut up, James. <laughs> <laughs> so he currently airs on Nashville's Arts Channel Nine, and of course that deadly beast itself, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw a lot of clips uh, on YouTube of yeah. him, for yeah, you sure. Yeah, you can, you can full-on watch um, episodes and stuff via YouTube and stuff. Um, so, yeah, definitely check him out. Uh, guys, we're going to have to start wrapping it up on this one, the Horror Host episode. Now, of course, there are a million other ones that like mm-hmm. I, I would like to talk about someday. Um, like, one of which... Um, I, I like, I genuinely also love, um, and I love all the horror hosts that we've talked about ultimately, mm-hmm. but, um, the one, the one that I thought was really fun, um, that's also current is, uh, Count Gore Duvall. Oh, yes. Yes. He cracks me up so much. If I were to be a horror host, um, I think that he's kind of the direction I would have gone. I would go in, and he's he's the one that you were talking about that is argu- has arguably ran yeah the longest. Yeah, he has potentially been around the longest, like because he's been around since the seventies. He has been going on uh, for for <laughs> since then. And <laughs> it's funny because on his show, there's a painting of him when he's younger. Yeah, and so you, you're like, um, oh, he he's had that painting a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's um. <laughs> Yeah, he's so funny, and I, I, I like it because of the fact that he's, it's just, he's showing up on set and, and just 
just it's like jazz baby he is just free riffing it they're like go wild man and and you can see him like turning stuff over in his head Mm -hmm. and and it cracks me up so much because the fact that he knows when the jokes don't land and 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 then still goes with it and it is so funny so definitely uh check him out He, he still is doing new episodes you can stream his new episodes on his website um, he advertises on his website that you can actually um, watch his stuff via Roku on Vimeo. However, when I searched, because I was totally going to be watching some episodes at yeah. work, um, not available on Vimeo, at least hmm. not through Roku. So hmm. I don't know. One last fun fact about um, <laughs> Count Gore Duvall that I thought was freaking bonkers was that for a very short time, he was also Bozo. Dang. <laughs> That's quite the uh, <laughs> the jump in profession, huh? Or technically, I guess clowns, especially bozo, is really yeah. scary to some people. So maybe yeah. it was. I, I in it's the... not too far of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, um, there was a lot of other ones that I wanted to do as far as honorable mentions, but guys, like I could. I could sit here all day and start listing folks off. Oh, believe but, me. James can definitely talk but, about some horror hosts. <laughs> but that's ultimately not, um, it's not doing them any justice. Yeah. They all deserve a proper time. Yeah. You know? Because they all have their own unique thing going on. Yeah. And that's what I really enjoyed about doing the research for this episode was that I I went in expecting mostly the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of expect like, you know, Dracula, Cape, Bela Lugosi, you know, imitation. Yeah. Or Karloff, you know. Right. And it's just like, whoa, whoa, good evening. Tonight we're going to be watching a horrible movie. Right. And then, and then that's it. But, but no. no, each of the people that we talked about have their own thing going on, their Very own history. So. Yeah. Why they got into it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's, it's honestly a fascinating subject. Yeah. And I... I Sincerely hope that um, that more horror hosts for the next generation, the fourth generation. I hope that we get horror hosts. I get I hope I hope that we get some new ones. You mean you hope we become horror? I hosts? mean, hey, arguably <laughs> we are horror hosts, but um, yeah, <laughs> we just don't have a show. What would but, your name be? Oh yeah. Um. Uh, so my uh my my horror host, if I was to be a horror host. My horror host name would be Mortis G. Lugosi. Ooh, going for the Lugosi thing, huh? Also, what does the G stand for? Like, Oh, what does the G stand for? Um, <laughs> the G stands for G. I wish I knew what it stood for. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> or G, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> uh <laughs> Mine's not quite as fun as that. I'm going with Sinstra. 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 Nice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think that mine would be very like schlocky, um, bad humor, horrible puns and stuff like that. Oh, so, yeah. No, I want to yeah. be a, a big boobied, uh, <laughs> sexy horror host like Elvira. Because, sure. nice. I mean, she was one of my idols growing up. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. like, why would I not want to be like yeah. her? <laughs> the two sides of your coin is Elvira and then Dolly Parton. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's just there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, though ultimately, if we had a horror host show, like I also would want to do other characters, mm. like you know, like just like we'd be, like the main characters would be you know ours and stuff. But I, I would want to do. I, ha- I have other characters in oh. mind. Yeah. It's, Anybody listening yeah. out there that has um, production money? Right. <laughs> I like let's just let's just say guys, like horror host was definitely a dream job for Aww. me. So <laughs> So, you know, um if you guys wanna if Missouri needs a local horror host, I mean there's there's a gap. There's a hole. I'm also saying though, if any of our listeners are horror hosts out there and you wanna come and talk to us. Yeah. We would love that. Yeah, I would absolutely love to talk about the process. Um, Misty Brew, are you listening? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shoot. Yeah, like anybody, really. But, all right, guys. Well, that brings to the close another episode of Podcast Magoria. Mm, I wonder what we're going to do next. Mm, you know, it's been a little while since we've done a movie review. Oh. And to stay in theme... 
of uh, <laughs> of this episode. I think our next episode, not I think, I know. Mm. Our next episode will be a review over a classic movie mm-hmm. that was very mm-hmm. influential, um, I know, probably for you. Uh-huh. Um, but also influential for me um, in different <laughs> ways. Now, um, and that is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh, I'm so excited. Yep. It's going to be, first of all, nice to watch a movie that's good. Right. Well, I've watched this movie so many times in my life that it's going to be so easy for me to just blab. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, a little, I think this is, it's going to be more of an appreciation, mm-hmm. uh, movie appreciation episode. So guys... As always, thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking with us during our little break. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if you've just started listening, um, cool. Welcome. Welcome. You know, we've got a lot of other weird episodes out there. So uh, <laughs> check them out. Cherry pick. You don't have to start from the first one. Obviously, you didn't. Um, <laughs> so, as always, as the horror hosts do, those horror hosts from coast to coast... Those ghouly ghosts with the most, I request, (laughs) nay, I demand, that you stay spooky. This has been a Podcast Magoria production hosted by James Davis and Autumn Campbell. Music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Be sure to subscribe via Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook for behind-the-scenes information about future episodes and as well as other spooky things that we may be featuring in other Podcast Magoria productions. And as always, stay spooky. Mm-hmm. <laughs>